Good morning. Welcome to our last day in Romans 8. You know, we've been walking through Romans 8 as we've kind of resumed our rooted in Christ. And so today we're going to finish our last section in Romans 8. And then tomorrow we'll pick back up in Acts um, with Paul's journeys and finish out the book of Acts before we move on to where we're going next. But um, today we're going to be looking at Romans 8. Uh, the last three verses, uh, verses 37 through 39. And if you remember yesterday, we <clears throat> we talked about um, how if God's for us, nothing can be against us. God is not against us. God is for us. And so today we're going to draw that, this whole beautiful section to a close. With, frankly, these words here are words that I have read at funerals. Um, really just beautiful, beautiful words uh, to, be, to remind us of God's amazing love for us. And this whole chapter started off with verse one. Uh, there's therefore now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And so we're reminded over and over again in this chapter that if we're in Christ Jesus, if we're loved by Jesus, if we're in his grace, then we have nothing to fear and we're not condemned. So let's read 37 through 39 to see what we're told. Um, no, in all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we are told, verse 37 says, no, in all these things, and these things he's talking about are the are the end of the last section where it asks what can separate us from God. Can hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Can these things separate us from God's love? And um, we're told here that we're told that nothing can, that um, no, what can separate us from the love of God? These things here. And then we're told, the, so Paul loves in Romans. Romans is interesting because Paul, it, Romans is really best understood as a conversation. Um, there's a video I need to find that I've used years ago. Um it was uh, by, there's a great Bible study called the, the Disciple Bible Study that I've taught many times. And it would always had a video component to it. And, and they did a shorter version of the study specifically on Romans. And the video portion was literally two individuals on a park bench having reading Romans as a conversation. So Paul asked in 35, who can separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it's written, we're being slaughtered all day long. So can these things separate us from God's love? Verse 30, that's the question he's answering last yesterday. Today he answers the question. No. And all these things. In other words, all the things we talked about yesterday that we go through. And all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. In other words, no, 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 no. The, the peril or the sword or the persecution or these things, they they can't separate us from God's love in Christ. In fact, we're more than conquerors. We 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 rise above these things with through God's grace. Then we're more than conquerors. These things can't can't um stop God's grace in our life and separate us from God. So we see no, no, and all these things are more than conquerors. They can't separate us from the one who loved us. <clears throat> and he says that I'm convinced. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all of creation can separate us, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Paul says nothing, nothing, not life, not death, not 
angels and in the Jewish context, there's the only thing more powerful than an angel is God himself. So death can't separate us. Life can't separate us. So that means when we die, we're with the Lord. But even in life, when we have terrible things and awful moments and just pain and hurt, that can't separate us from God's love. Nothing. Angels can't. In other words, the most powerful being in the universe outside of God can't separate us. Rulers. Hey, guys, you're in Rome. You're in the seat of the emperor, the most powerful man on the face of the earth. The, the ruler, the, the, the emperor can't separate us from God's love. Nor things present, in other words, things you're facing now. Nor things to come, nor, nor the future. Powers, height, depth, nor anything else in all of creation. We have to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing, y'all. Nothing. Nothing can separate us from God's love in Christ Jesus. And that, to me, is such a huge encouragement, such a huge rock to build my life and my faith upon. But nothing can separate us from God's love. And I, I, you know, I don't know about you, but there's been times in my life when I felt separated from God's love, when I felt isolated from God's love, when I, when I felt like, you know, I'd, I'd wandered too far or done too much or whatever. I'd felt, and Paul here reminds us, no, 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 nothing can separate us from God's love. And this, to me, this, 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 this passage always reminds me. I want to read to you one of my favorite Psalms. It just, I, it just harkens back to Psalm 139 to me. Uh, one of my favorite Psalms in all the Bible. And I just want to read this to you this morning um, as an, as an encouragement. Psalm 139, Paul writes these words here. This is verse one of 39. Oh Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. Before words on my tongue, you know, O oh Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before. You lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's so high I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle in the farthest limit of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you, for night is as bright as day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed me in my inward parts, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I love, to me, the end of this, path, this section here, always in my mind takes me back to Psalm 139, over and over and over again. Where can I go to flee from your presence, oh God? Where, If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you, and night is as bright as day to you, for the darkness is as light to you. In other words, nothing can separate us from God's love in Christ Jesus, and we can't even flee from his, from his spirit. This Sunday I'm preaching on Jonah, and how Jonah tried to run from God when God called him to something, and, and God would not let him go. Um, early in my life, when I was 16 and first felt a call to ministry, I ran from it, and God wouldn't let me go. You can't flee from God. 
And that's, you know, it's funny when we say that, that's encouraging and also a little scary, isn't it? Because sometimes we, sometimes we probably want to flee from God's presence. When, we, when we've sinned, when we've fallen, when we're embarrassed, when we're ashamed, we want to flee from God. Or the devil will put the voice in our head saying, why are you praying? Look what you've done. That's, that's what he did to, did to me when I, you know, he tries to beat me up. I'm, I'm prone to accusation. The Bible, Bible calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. So, um, but, um. The Bible tells us you need to remember this. You need to remember this, friends. I need you to remember this. Nothing can separate you from God's love. Nothing. 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 Nothing you've done. Nothing you're going to do. Nothing present. Nothing in creation. Nothing. Things present or things to come. Angels. Rulers, nothing. So, rest secure in that love today. Rest secure in that love. I think that's why I love Romans 8 so much. Because we see the power of sin and the reality of sin. That, that middle section about the creation groaning and the brokenness of the, of the world we live in. But it's bookmarked by Romans 1. There's therefore now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. In Romans 37 through 39, nothing can separate us from that love. So today, no matter what you're going through, no matter how dark it may feel, no matter how alone you may feel, no matter how forgotten you may feel, no matter how unworthy you may feel, no matter how scared you may feel, you're not alone. You're not alone. And you're loved. Your love, friends. Nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing. Remember that. Hold on tight to that. Cling tightly to that. You are loved now and always. I hope you hope you've enjoyed Romans 8. And I hope you understand today just how much God loves you. And all he wants for you is to follow him, to receive and know that love, and to live completely out of it. And then when we live deeply rooted in his love and following Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then we live out his grace and mercy. As Paul says, we are his ambassadors. So today, understand, uh, as my friend Steve Castile likes to say, live loved. Know how loved you are and live that love out today. Love God, love neighbor. That's what it's about, guys. So thanks for joining us in Romans 8. It's been a lot of fun to walk through this. And now tomorrow we're going to get back to Acts. So I look forward to being back with you as we finish out our time in Acts in the coming days. So thanks for joining with us. Uh, it's been fun. And I will see you in the morning. Have a great day.